So you hear it all the time, but what does it really mean for the seller to pay the buyer's closing costs? So if you're a home buyer, you are probably wondering, how do I get the seller to pay my closing costs or how do I finance those into the transaction? That's something that you hear all the time. Finance your closing costs into the deal, but what does that actually mean and what does that look like? This is a question we get all the time and understandably so. If you can leverage that cash out of pocket, uh, why not if you can? But let's explain exactly what this looks like. First of all, there's things that a seller needs, needs to consider and things a buyer needs to consider. Uh, and the, just a quick explanation for exactly what this looks like is essentially, let's say we have a home that's $300,000. If you're a home buyer, you probably have around 3% in closing costs if you're financing with the lender. So that's going to be around $9,000 in closing costs. So one way you could do that is you could offer $300,000 for the home and ask for the seller to pay your closing costs. If it was the full $9,000, then essentially you're asking for a $9,000 concession and that would effectively be an offer of like 291,000 to the seller, of course. So essentially 9,000 less than their asking price. So depending on how long the home's been on the market, what true market value is, of course, will depend whether or not you are successful with that offer. Another approach might be that you wanna offer full price, but need concessions. So in that same example, if you were to offer $309,000 for the home and ask for $9,000 in concessions, that would effectively be a $300,000 net offer price to the seller, so they're getting full price. And that might be a way to approach it if the home's new to the market, or you feel like it's uh, something where the seller's definitely priced correctly and they're probably not gonna come off their price. That's how you'd have to approach it. So back to things that the seller and buyer each need to consider. First of all, as the seller, the most important thing is it's really about your net proceeds. At the end of the day, whether you're paying concessions, whether you're not, whether you're paying for home warranties and transfer tax and HOA transfer fees and all these things that go into a transaction, it's really about your net proceeds and that's the number you should be most concerned with. However, there are some concerns to note if you're paying uh, concessions for the buyer. Number one would be appraisal. Uh, in the example I gave a minute ago, if your home was 300000 and they offered 309, well, for you to realize the full benefit of that net $300,000 offer, the home needs to appraise at the $309,000 because the buyers raised the sales price to offset those concessions. And of course, if they're offering 300 with the 9,000, well, you're getting 9,000 less than you want for your home, and that's something to negotiate as well. Another small factor to consider for sellers is closing costs. If the sales price is higher, most of your closing costs are gonna be uh, related to percentage, so you're gonna obviously pay a little bit more closing costs at 309,000 or 305,000 than you would if it was 300,000. It's not large, but it's something to make note of and to be accounted for when you're looking at your net proceeds. And the last thing I would mention for concessions is gonna be buyer liquidity. Is it's important to look at the buyer's liquidity. How big of a down payment are they putting? And do we really feel that they're asking for concessions because why not? It makes sense to leverage that and keep cash in their pocket for improvements and things like that if they can. Or are they asking for concessions because they truly are uh, struggling with the liquidity aspect, which the only main thing to consider there is if there was an appraisal issue and the home didn't quite appraise at the sales price, are we working with a buyer who has the ability 
to negotiate further to actually purchase the home in the event that happens. Again, big difference between wanting to get the concessions versus having to have the concessions, and that should be a factor in your discussion with your agent on which offer that you should negotiate or accept. Now for the home buyer, things to consider when you're asking for these closing costs uh, from the seller or concessions is gonna be, first of all, on a side note, down payment assistance programs. That's something to explore with your realtor or with a mortgage lender you're working with. Are there DPA programs that are available to you where you can actually get closing cost help without having to ask the seller for it? Because in a lot of situations, it will weaken your offer if you're asking for those closing costs. The next thing to consider is, yes, the benefit is it saves cash out of your pocket and allows you to do improvements. Maybe you're wanting to update you know, flooring or, or some things in the kitchen or landscaping, and that could save you a lot of cash out of pocket. $9,000 in the prior example is a lot of cash to do a lot of things to your home. Uh, and the good thing is, is, and you do need to consider, it does raise your, your uh, monthly payment because uh, in the example we gave, if you were to finance three hundred nine instead of three hundred thousand dollars, you know that nine ten thousand dollars is going to be about fifty to sixty dollars a month on your payment, which most would say is a, a, a no-brainer to have my payment go up fifty or sixty bucks a month in exchange for nine or ten thousand dollars in my bank account. But nonetheless, you need to make sure you're qualified with your debt-to-income ratios for that additional payment, and you're comfortable with that in your budget. Uh, the next thing to consider is it does weaken your offer. Uh, the seller now understands that the home has to appraise higher. If you're competing with other buyers and those buyers aren't asking for concessions, essentially if the seller has the same net offer from another buyer, but the home has to appraise at five, six, seven, ten thousand $10,000 less for this one, that's a, probably a safer decision for the seller to make sure they're actually going to realize the true net proceeds uh, that they're counting on there. And then, of course, as I mentioned for sellers, the liquidity issue is you do just have to know that you do appear less liquid to some sellers depending on your loan program and your down payment and the full package of your offer. So those are just things to consider. But again, if you can leverage it and it makes sense, why not? Because there's a lot you can do with that cash, and we completely understand that. In fact, I would say that if, uh, if you're ever going to offer less than asking price on a home, you might as well start with the concessions. If you don't think you're competing with other offers, and that's something you want. And if, and if the home's listed at 300,000, for example, you might as well start at 295, um, but do it at 300,000 with 5,000 concessions or 10,000 concessions, whatever it is that you need. That would be the first way to, to start with your offer if you're gonna offer less. And talking about a competitive market, I recommend you go back to episode 16, where we actually discussed in detail as a buyer, how to be competitive in a low inventory market. Maybe you do need concessions or really want that closing cost help from the seller. So in certain markets, you have to be very creative and outside the box and how to be competitive, but also still try and get that outcome you're looking for. So go back to episode 16 and watch that. I hope this was helpful for you. Uh, just trying to explain clearly what it actually looks like to ask for concessions and what a seller needs to understand as well. Uh, please share this content with anybody you know that you think it could help. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube uh, series, Real Life at Level 10, for future episodes, as well as the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Store. Uh, so I hope this is valuable to you. Again, thanks for tuning in to Real Life at Level 10. And whatever it is that you're doing or walking through, remember, do it out of Level 10 and live with the results.